Welcome to another episode of Quarantine Oakum Bros. I'm Eric. And I'm Michael. And our special guest, Mom. Hey, Mom. Quarantined alone at home. You look like Leonardo DiCaprio from The Revenant. <laughs> oh, you leave her alone. <laughs> so, how you, you doing, doing Ma? Doing good. I took a walk this morning. Good. My exercise. Did the pollen bother you at all? Because I'm so allergic. Um, you know what? No, it's not. Good. Yeah, no, I've been pretty good. I was I was outside for half the conference call. So, yeah, we right. just had, we just had a conference call with the staff. And it's a nice thing, everybody, right? It's it's yeah. so nice to connect, and especially doing it with you know the thing face to face. Yeah. Nice time to miss your coworkers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Not seeing people, especially people that you work with, that become your that became your family. Right. Uh, has been, uh, it's, it's re- rewarding to see them, you know, every day on the call, but I miss the hell out of everybody. I, I still haven't seen Kevin because he can't do FaceTime. Mm-hmm. That looks like Bozo with the hair. <laughs> he, said he, just bought, he said he just bought a shaver. Yeah, yeah. Sharon, Sharon, give me a fade. I'm, I don't ever have to go back to a barber again. Yeah, we have to support our local businesses, though. We have to go back. Everyone no, 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 go back. To, no, I know. But, you know, you get used to doing a lot of stuff alone. But we, we have to. When, when all this is over, I'm going to encourage everybody to go back to restaurants, go back to the local stores, you know, go back to the department stores. We have to support each other. We have to bring every. This is not a singular thing that happens to us. This thing happened to everybody all over the world. It's global. And I don't think people realize it, that the only way we're going to get out of it is if we all kind of help each other. And it's really important that we support our economy. When this is over, we support each other. Yeah. Well, everyone's got to start, you know, once this is over, we got to start traveling again. We have to start going back to restaurants. Kids need to go back to school. Yes. You know, like yeah. I sent out a, I sent a LinkedIn post this morning. When all this is over, I want to go to Vegas and have a Vegas vacation that those casinos need our support and the, uh, and Disney world, you know, I cannot wait to go back and give Mickey my money because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's those, uh, um, the tourist locations that are going to need it the most. And, know? and what we did this week, I didn't mention it on our talk, but I arranged with, um, a local grocer to deliver, um, uh, five trays of sandwiches to our local hospital for the doctors and nurses and respiratory therapists to thank them for their sacrifice and, and their bravery and their courage to go there every day and take care of our neighbors and, and uh, the people in our community. And, um, you know, it was really important. We talked about it at night that we wanted to recognize the people who are out there in the front lines. We, we tip extra when we get deliveries. And every time I order anything from the supermarkets, the, you know, those Instacart kind of things when I, I call our little markets and, and uh, I, I thank every person who's staying in a grocery store yep. and loading those carts for us and keeping us all fed. The people who are staying in the gas stations to gas up cars, the people, the police, the ambulance workers, the, the, uh, the sanitation workers. Could you imagine if they stopped picking up sanitation, what we would have it would here? Like, it would be like that movie Contagion where there's just right. Yes, yeah. you know, literally, you know, you think the world's over now, the world would be over then without, okay. without people that take away our garbage. Right. Thank God over. for those people that they're willing the truckers, to get out the there. The truckers delivering the food yeah. for the country, the trucking industry is the backbone of this country. If we didn't have a trucking industry, we wouldn't have anything to eat. 
right? It's, I, I heard, you know, I was speaking with Shauna, who's in our payroll department, and she told me the story of um, a friend of hers. Her daughter is a four-year-old, and she came down with the coronavirus, and she's in intensive care. And I said, how did she get it? She's not going to school. And she said her father's a police officer, and he, police officer in New York, and he was asymptomatic. And he unfortunately, you know, brought it home. And my heart goes out to that family and anything we could do to lighten their load, you know, but most importantly, show gratitude. We should be showing gratitude every day to all those people who are um, out there, the, um, the, uh, the religious leaders that are out there delivering sermons in the, you know, services in the cemeteries. Um, you can't forget these people and we have to show, we have to learn to show appreciation to each other. Hundred percent. But mom, you you wrote this uh, this piece on Medium.com, and I wanted you to expound on that. And it was very emotional, especially the, the your first line where you were like, uh, you know, you took fifty years to build a business, and then two weeks to tear it down. Yeah. Well, you know, the the story that happened was um, we were talking about going remote as at, we were in Vegas uh, for a, a convention. A week before, yep. you know, I was, we were, I was talking to the Italian, our Italian affiliate. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, it's hitting, it's hitting our country very, very bad. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to be going home to. Cause he was, he was out, he was in the U S for two weeks. Right. When he came back, it was a shit show in Italy. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, we went to Vegas for that convention. We had committed to having 500 affiliates came and um, we flew out. And of course, Michael had the flu. So you didn't go. But um, vertigo, vertigo. Well, it was leftover. I considered that part of the flow. Yeah. So um, we went and we, I was concerned, but it, it still hadn't hit the States yet. And we came home and like that week when we came home, Italy got, um, it, you know, it, it was just terrible. Like it was just, they were being decimated. Yeah, it was a tsunami. It was a tsunami. And it really, you know, all of a sudden, we started to feel it with travel, started to slow down outside of the U.S. I mean, people were still being allowed. They weren't told not to travel except to Asia, but we still had people in Asia. And so things had started to slow down. And I had a dream. And, um, and dad came to me in the dream. And this was so not what he would have done. And it was Wednesday night. And we had been talking. We were in the process of getting extra computers and headsets, you had ordered them and they weren't coming in. We talked about it on Monday and you said maybe we'd get them the following Monday. And that Wednesday night, he came to me in a dream and he said, shut it down, just shut it down. Don't think twice because we had been, Kevin and I and you and Michael had you know, been processing how we were gonna manage. Just going back and forth. Yeah, we were, we were sitting and talking and I came into that Wednesday and I don't remember Michael, you both had left and I called Carl and uh, Anthony and I said, we need those computers now. We can't wait for them to come in the mail and we need the headsets now. And both of them ran into the city and they got people. Yeah, what we really needed was we, we, we needed headsets for people to work so they can plug it into their computers. And what we ended up having to do was a lot of our, uh, some of our res agents didn't necessarily have home computers because in this world today, you really only need a smartphone to get by. Um, so what we, and we didn't necessarily have enough company laptops. We have a lot of company laptops out, but we didn't really have any in stock. We used them up. So we had managers give their, anybody who had a home computer, but also had a company laptop. We had them give their company laptops to the people who didn't have computers at home. And then we mad dashed on Amazon at micro center to go and buy headsets for everybody. 
and but they you know, weren't coming. Yeah. You know, you know, it was like on order, on order. And I said, we, and so you said to me, no, 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 we're going to take care of it by next week. And I said, no, I said, Friday, I don't want anybody in the buildings anymore. Yeah. I, ju- I got that message and it just felt imperative. And so we did it. And it was shocking for me. This business is my life. I'm doing it 50 years. And it was an integral part of my family life. My parents worked in this company, my brother, my sister-in-law, my children, we all work here. My daughter-in-laws, we all work here. And people have been, I know Crystal 20 years. I know Travis 20 years, Vinny 30 years. Anthony grew up in this company, Carl, all these people, Angie, I, I could go on and on and on, Mark, so many of them. And then you have newbies that have become part of our family, like Paul and, you know, Mark and there's John, there's just so many of them. Odette, well, Odette's not a newbie, but the point was I felt the need that we had to protect our people, the reservationists, you know, I didn't want to take a chance that one of them was going to go to the bathroom and touch a, a handle or sneeze. And it was just going to be, tr- I, there were too many people I felt responsible for. So by Friday, we completely shut down. And I don't think it hit me until Monday when we realized that we were going to have to start laying people off. And that was heartbreaking, you know, to tell people that for no reason other than we just can't sustain it, we have to try to keep the heart beating at the company so that we could reopen. We'll have doors and cars and insurance available for them to carry out their jobs. And it was really hard. And I was obsessing about how we're going to pay for things. I was, I didn't sleep. You know, Kevin and I are on the phone. He's my brother. We're on the phone 50 times a day and we would just play off of each other's panic. And then I have a very dear friend in California and she texted me and she said, Garrett has the coronavirus and it just, everything just stopped. I Garrett is, he's a doctor and I, I mean, how many years do we know Garrett since he's in there? I remember him being in his mommy's belly. And all I could think about is my poor Garrett. He's got the coronavirus. He's a young man. He's a 30-year-old kid. And, and all of a sudden, all the things I was worrying about, like how are we going to support, how are we going to maintain? It doesn't, matter. It, it doesn't matter. it doesn't matter, right, Michael? What is, what's the saying? The only thing that matters is what? It's your health. 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 If you don't have your health, you know, we, we, I have absolute con- confidence we're going to rebuild. We're going to gather our people. As I mean, soon you know, I, I, the last podcast that we made, we all but said that, you know, we planned for this yes. for a long time, for our whole lives, that in an event something happened like this, we were going to see it through to the other side, no matter what. I want to ask mom a question, Eric. I've been wanting to ask you this for a few minutes. We're going to come out of this. We're going to come out bigger and better and stronger than ever. Travel's going to start up again. They're going to have movie premieres again. We will come out of this. Vegas is going to reopen again. The craps tables will open again. Atlanta's going to film movies. Atlanta's going to film movies. Um, you know, people are going to travel internationally again. Businesses are going to be, um, what do you call that, roadshow things? Yeah, roadshows are going to keep going on. Right. The, the world has to continue. We're on, we're on, everyone's on a, uh, a brief vacation right now. What do you think is going to change when we come out of this? Like, what do you think personally, professionally, do you think people are going to stop going to meetings and they're just going to do this? They're going to do Zoom. You know, what's what's going to change? Because I just want to tell you, I was watching the news this morning. I wanted to throw my water bottle at the TV. I generally don't have a temper, but you had this guy on TV. He was at the airport and he goes, you know, all these flights were canceled and he was making all this big drama out of it. 
And he goes, yeah, you know what? People don't need to go to meetings anymore. People don't need to travel anymore because they can just do everything on their Zoom. But you know what? But you know, I, I, I laugh like, at that. Michael. Yeah, hold on. I was like, really? Like, you know, that, that's what keeps the economy. Well, you want the airplanes just to stop because you're saying people could just do it on their computers from now on? Listen, listen, listen. You know, I find it, I, I find yeah. it ridiculous because it, it's, it's actually it's funny because look how great the economy is doing. Look how great the economy is doing. No one's traveling. Everybody's on Zoom. It fucking sucks. Right. Where are you going, Bob? The economy's in the shitter. What are you doing? I really deep you're, you're checking on your eggs, aren't you? I was checking my eggs. I'm making a meatloaf with eggs in the middle. Eric, what did I tell you? Stop inviting her on. <laughs> so, yeah. I, talk, right? yeah. I laugh. I laugh when, when they say, oh, we, you know, every, no one's going to travel anymore. It's bullshit. Because you're right, you're right. no one's traveling now. I, I just want to stop There's no economy. Hold on one second. Hold on. There is an economy. Grocery stores are doing well. Um, Drugstores are doing like 5% well. Five percent of companies are doing well. Everyone yeah. else is in the shitter. Everyone else is. Everyone else is affected negatively. Mail order, Target. You know, if you, you know, we're in New York, so we don't, we don't know about Sam's Club. We don't know about those big stores like um, Walmart. Walmart. You know, they. That's not Walmart. There's no Walmart on Long Island, right? There actually is. There is. But um, it's in Huntington. But but the thing is, when you leave New York, those kind of stores, I mean, like when I speak to my cousin in Florida, she says to me, yeah, I'm going to make a trip over to Walmart and we're going to get groceries. Like that's not who we think of for groceries. We think of the supermarkets here. Uh, but what, what do I think is going to change? First, I want to address one thing for you. When your father got sick, we stopped traveling. And we stopped traveling and we kind of, Client, we kept we maintained our core business because we were so actively involved with speaking to people, but we did lose when you don't have that face-to-face -face moments. And I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about um, you know seeing people and talking in a spontaneous way. Um, you lose. We lost a lot of accounts. Like they fell away, and we didn't. The company wasn't growing. We maintained what we had. We kept up the level of service, but we weren't growing at the rate. When when Pop died, and we started to go out on the road in that first year. I mean, how many times did we go to uh, L.A. and Vegas, fellas? At least eight times, nine times. We were there every four. Every three weeks, we were at once. Right. It exploded. Right. It exploded. So people do need. FaceTime, and I'm not talking about this stuff. I'm talking about real face, right? I'm talking about real FaceTime. Yeah, you, can't, you can't negate the power. Energy. You can't negate energy of being in the energy in, in a room with somebody and the feeling that you get by seeing somebody. Right. So okay. after 9-11, after 9-11, everyone got a cell phone, right? After 9-11, there was higher security at the airports. Mm -hmm. uh, after 9-11, fill in the blanks. I mean, the, the world changed after 9-11. What is that going to be on May 15th when this well, is Well, I don't, I, it's going to take, I think recovery is going to take longer and they're talking about a secondary surge. They're worried about the next flu season that is going to come. This is, this whole year is going to be, um, kind of like a kind of thing that we're making it up as we go along. But what do I think will change? I think there will be less flu. The reason I think there will be less flu is because I think people are, the way Eric goes on the plane, your brother taught us how to sanitize the seat. Oh, right. I never did that in all the years. I've never wiped things down or been aware because, and he does that because he's got highly allergic children. And so he does that. And I think people are going to be more 
Uh, I don't. I don't think handshakes are going to come back. I don't think slapping five is going to come back. I, I think that people are going to be more aware of where their hands are, and they're not going to touch their face. I think that if a person's sick, I think a whole office will go up in in revolt and say, "Stay." home where before people would come in with the streaming eyes or a cold i think everybody i think people are going to advocate and say don't come to the office i think that we may see a um a a a huge explosion of remote workers um we've seen this trend in the traveling industry i mean we've watched they've they've been at it for 10 years already all you know all of our clients have been virtual for a very remote they're going more and more remote. And we had talked about this two years ago. No, we, it, was, it was eight months ago. We, eight months ago, we were, kicking it, we were kicking it around and we just didn't quite pull the trigger. Right. But we but, talked you know, about we, it. We were pushed over the cliff. Right. But we actually did do it with one person. Right. We did do it with one person and we shelved the idea, but we did do it with one person and we were kind of like, eh, you know. And then all of a sudden, within, I think because we were so set up with that one person it made it easy for us to go completely remote like it was just a plug it was pretty easy you know definitely this couldn't have i mean who who would want the coronavirus to happen ever but definitely it's it's a great time in history for it to happen because you can still you can be remote and you can still be isolated but you you can still be connected with people and that's amazing yes that that is because we have a weekly meeting. It was we were having our meetings on the phone, and then I said, Eric, do you think you can get one of those conference things set up so that we could see each other? And when we saw each other, it was a great relief when all of our captains came on, and they were just so happy. And now we have a meeting every day, and I think it keeps up productivity. I think this will enable people with handicaps to be able to work from home and and be a part of society. I think this is a great boon for working mothers. Um, I think it's a, a working fathers, you know, people who are um, doing their childcare. I think in a lot of ways, this is going to open opportunities for a lot of people. I think real estate's going to have to be considered. Thank God we didn't buy that other office building because, you know, I, I again, like I always say, everything happens for the right. I don't think we're going to need more office space. I think we're going to maintain the office space we have and we'll fill it once again. But maybe there's going to be separation between. It's going to be different. It's going to be. It's going to be different. Um, I still feel that you need a place to gather in each city that we're in. Um, however, uh, definitely working from home is going to be a perk. I think, as business owners, as a family business, we're going to have to be flexible with everybody that works for us. And you, you we're not going to be able to say, "No, sorry, you're not going to work from home." We're right. not. Going to they're going to say, hey, you know, my, my kid's home from school sick. Do you mind if I work from home? You're going to say, sure, because there's no, there's no excuse anymore. Right. There's, no, there's no excuse anymore. It works. Right. It works. Well, let me tell you, you know, oddly enough, how did this company come into being? You from working at your kitchen table. I worked at my kitchen table for uh, almost 15 years. We had, we had the radio. I had the dispatch right in the kitchen, and then as – we brought in dispatchers. They would sit at the kitchen table and you would eat your, your meatballs and spaghetti or, or meatloaf, whatever I was making for dinner. You were sitting with Harvey or, or Joe or whoever I had worked with, Didi. Do you remember? Oh, by the way, Didi contacted me. No way. Really? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? She was your au pair. And instead of taking care of children, I had her learn 
how to answer the phones. When did she contact you? How did you last week and, and you know, we caught up on Facebook. What did she look like? Send the, that's so yeah. funny. I, I don't know how to do that. So when she was, she was from South Dakota. Right, right, right. She I remember South, that. Yeah, but it's just really funny um, how connected we can be. But I ran the business with employees that we had upwards of um, at one point in our in our middle house, we had maybe ten people working in the basement. Do you remember the billing section? Loretta, I would right. spend, I would spend the entire summers in the basement there. Loretta, Lorraine, I remember. Yeah, there was. Uh, yeah. Lori and Michelle. We had a lot of people. My mom and Kevin. Yep. We were all working there. Michelle, yep. Never forget yeah. that. Never yeah. Forget that. But um, I think it's. I think. I think that. Um, People will, we are as a, as a group solution oriented. Mm -hmm. As and a company, as a, you know, as a company, we're very not as a country. What I've seen yeah. watching, we, we are solution oriented people. And we, and if you use the tools, I mean, look how these, these guys are searching for masks on the internet. They're shopping in, in China in real time, you know, finding masks to save people's lives you know, and protect the doctors in, in countries across the globe. I mean, you don't, I don't think you guys remember a time that you didn't have the internet, you know, for me. I do. I do. And I'm surprised. I don't, I don't know how life existed to be honest. It, it probably just moves so much slower. Right. You know, I mean, when I was first coming of age, I was 13 and America online just came out and I was really, I was, I was just, I, I zeroed right in on it. And, and I, I absolutely loved it, and I, I saw it for what it was. Um, it's, it's, it's a great communications tool. And um, I'll never forget, you know, but I, I definitely remember life before that. You know, I mean, now, you know, my kids, you know, our, our kids game, and they're socially connected with all their friends. And what I would have given to be a 14-year-old to have that with my friends. I just want to say, Eric, that mom was always, mom from the, is Far back as I can remember, mom always had a computer in the house. Even if it was like an old 1983 Mac, like she had a computer. I mean, mom yeah, was always, I remember that, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, but I always had a library. You always had a library? We always. And both of you have libraries in your home and we always read books together. And when we had to research, yeah, when we had to research, we would go to, um, to our library in the house and look up the books. Encyclopedia Britannica. Right. We had were, I used to have friends that would come over because they didn't have encyclopedias at their house and they would come and they would they would research. We have two or three, but we've always had that. And and I do you remember how daddy used to get anywhere before Google Maps and do you do you remember how he had, maps. he had maps in the car. He had maps in the car, but I used to call the local fire department and get directions. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I used to call the local because either the post office or the fire department, and I would get directions to the to any pickup that we had that he didn't know where it was. I mean, think about it. If you know, how do you get anywhere if if you uh, if you you know, and how are you reading a map while you're driving? Right. And especially English was a second language to him, made it really hard. Sometimes I think it's a real miracle we got anywhere. Or we we achieve what we achieve without the tools that you guys have. It's nice to it. Go ahead. Yeah, Eric. It nah, yeah no, it, it is amazing. I, I think about just how much slower the world moved and now how fast things can happen. And um, I think the next 10 years are really going to be unbelievable technology-wise. Right, which brings me back to that article I wrote. 
and the end result of the article, which is the beginning is all about, oh my God, oh my God, we're losing our business, we're losing our livelihood, we're losing, losing, losing. And then the end is like, hold on, stop. Let's not lose our humanity. You know, let's, let's concentrate what's, on what's important and what's important. It's always been health, you know, taking care of each other. Get, we, we'll, we'll get through this together. And um, I miss you guys so much. I haven't seen you in almost three weeks. Two or three weeks in your house, but we haven't been, I've been able to hug and kiss you. Right, yeah, but we, now we're not even leaving our homes. We're not even meeting in the driveway. Well, I heard that New York, the curve may have flattened out a little today. So we just, you know. Yeah, but, but it's critical and it's really important that people stay home. And that's what I keep urging everybody, stay home. Even on the call today, I mean, you know, yeah, people are home. People are, you know, they're, uh, everyone's staying home. We have to. And if you're not, I mean, it's, you're taking, you know, a risk with yourself. You know, you know a thing called civic duty? Have you ever heard about civic duty? Do you know what it is? No. It's your responsibility as a citizen. Right. And it's our civic duty to stay home and not contribute to this disease spreading. We have a responsibility to all the doctors to keep ourselves safe and not add to their burden. So I don't care how important something feels. You, this is the time when you have to, you ha and we will have that civic responsibility when this is done, like I said, to go out and restart the economy by, um, you know, buying flowers and going to, you know, get a cup of coffee and buying getting, Putting mulch in your backyard and- Right, you know, right. And yep. getting the landscaper back and, and doing all those things, you know, and, and we have to remember- me, what? Traveling, getting on an airplane. Right. And going to LA and eating in restaurants and right. going down to Disney with the kids and eating in restaurants. I mean, that's you know what is amazing though. You know, it's amazing how extra everything really is in, the, in life. Yes. Yeah. How, just, how everything is extra. But like you said, it is our civic duty to be extra because we have to be, we have to contribute to society. Yep. Right. You know, because everybody deserves to make a living. Everybody deserves to um, to have their own piece of the pie, so to speak. And, right. Um, it's it's everybody's uh, everybody's got to play ball. Right. And it's our duty to protect the company, and that's what. Like today, we asked everybody to call um, each one of their departments to call all the people that worked underneath them and just check on. A wellness check. A wellness yeah. check. I just want to make sure that people are okay. I know that we heard one guy had had a stroke not related to the coronavirus. So I just want to make sure that our people and our, and our wishes and prayers are with him. I don't want to mention names, but um, I just want to make sure that our people are safe and that, and that they have, you know, what they need to survive. And, um, and that's it. So. All right. With that, I think this is a great podcast. Thanks for coming on, Mom. Thanks for having me. You guys do a great and, job. Uh, Thank you. Peace out, everybody. Like, subscribe. Leave comments below. Tell everyone. Tell my mom how good her hair looks. <laughs> I know, right? Ma, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm not a vain person at all, but yeah. you know, my priority well. number one. Ma, yeah. it'll grow back. Yeah. 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 Sharon, like I said, Sharon, you know, trim my shit, but Mom. When all this is over, please. I'm going back to my hairdresser. I, I, I actually called him, by the way, yesterday just How's to check on him. Right? How's he doing? Yeah. Uh, he had the flu and he had pneumonia.
And so I missed out on seeing him, but I, I, I just wanted to make sure that he's okay and his family is okay, his two small children. And um, I've written to my colorist and, and uh, you know, just, I just want to make sure they're all okay. I miss them all. You don't realize the, the little pleasures in life. Well, I, Eric and I talk about it. We miss uh, Chase and Kane, the guys at Gold Coast, the barbershop that we go to. They're great guys. And the young, young guys started a business. And, you know, it's sad. You get emails from them saying, we're not open. We don't know when we're going to be open. And they can't come to people's homes to cut no, because right. of the social distancing. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, I can't wait to get back. Yesterday, I was great for three weeks. I just want to say I was great for three weeks. And then like today, I was like, all right, I'm ready to get back to the office now. You know, right. I'm, ready, I'm ready to get on an airplane and go to LA. Like, it's definitely, I'm ready to go to the supermarket on Sunday morning. Like, this is just so, like, I was fine for three weeks. I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, I have to do anything. Just ordering food and, you know, hopefully everyone's going to be healthy and this and that. But like now it's like, I think it's there's like, a lot of Yeah, it got, it got old. It, yeah, yeah. Got, like Jen and I had the weekend, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, I was talking with Jen last night. I'm like, wait, we have to do homework tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, and yeah. that's where the my kids are still doing work. Yeah, I know. That's what. And now the the, uh, the district seems to be learning, and they're spreading out the day now with meets. So they want to make sure that they, you know, they lock you into a time period because before, like you know, realistically, the work takes an hour. Hour right. and a half. Everyone was done by ten thirty. Everyone was done by ten thirty, and everyone got to go game Fortnite and go play outside and do whatever right. they wanted. And it was great because the kids are busy and they're not bitching. But my kids are bitching like nonstop. <laughs> Mommy, what's two plus two? I don't understand why it has to be four. You know, like <laughs> you know, and but they're working. They're very studious. We gave them. They had lunch. I don't think they did recess yet. Um, the pollen's been. Un they say the pollen's off the charts here. So like, I'm kind of staying away from outside. I don't want to like. I'm having issues as is with my allergies. Tell you something: you take a Benadryl and you go outside because it's beautiful outside. Really? Yeah, that's what um, that's what my allergist said. He's like, take a Benadryl or a and go outside. He's like, it's amazing. All right, let's I sign off. Bye, guys. Be safe, everyone. Stay away. Stay away from people and don't go outside. And we're almost done with this thing, but we'll see you guys soon. Love you all. Bye bye. Love you all. Stay safe. Bye -bye.